This is the Stratocast, a podcast about Stratomatic Baseball and the game of baseball itself with Sterl and Paulo. Hey, Stratocast fans, we finally have some new content for you. The last pod of what definitely has been an occasional series in season one. Anyway, in our last episode of this season, Paulo and I continue our chat about our maiden voyages into the world of Strat365 Online. We managed to run two leagues in the past year. The first being an all-time great or ATG league, the other being a Dynamite 2000s league. I hope you enjoy listening in on us two rookie Strat365 players talking about the highs, lows, likes, and dislikes of playing both. Here we go. Why the hell would a guy do... Why was I stealing a base there with two out? Like that, right. that's, I think that's your and I pet peeve in life. If I've got a guy on base who's an A, double A, triple A, and a guy is on base with one out and he doesn't steal second, but then with two out, he steals tries to steal second. Why? Well, I, I don't like, well, I guess the strategy, the, right? The only, the only strategy, uh, thought process with that would be, well, now they want to get him in scoring position. I guess. Well, could have, you could have, you could have done that. Yeah. And out earlier, I think just the dynamic. Maybe now the player might get walked to, to set up the double play. Yeah. You never know. So. I'm your host, Sterling Ivany, joined by my co-host, Paulo Mello. And we have a lot to catch up on. Um, uh, our last episode in May, we were midway through season one of strat 365 we've subsequently finished that and had a season two we're going to talk about that lots of interesting stuff for us that that happened in in both leagues um and i know paula's got we're going to talk a little bit about a bit about both just kind of bring people up to speed on how what our experience was and uh, i'm hopeful i'm hopeful that my bow socks in real life can be like the Beaten Bow Sox and <laughs> ATG and 2000s. Uh, two for two for so far in, in pennants. So. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty happy, but uh, it, it, was, it's a, it's a, it was an interesting experience. I think what I was talking about, certainly, and you were laughing at me last episode, is how, especially in season one, or, or the all-time greats that I was just like, uh, obviously it was my first time playing fantasy because I was just no patience whatsoever <laughs> with my team. Uh, I was terrible, terrible with trading. And uh, I th- I don't know how much money I left on the table. Paul, you, I'd have to Yeah, look. Yeah, you, you left probably a good, uh, I think, close to $10 million, I would, uh, I would uh, think that you that you left because you oh, were right more than that. that my yeah my geez louise look at this guy so hopped up on goofballs and grass he's got no idea what's going on yeah That's... 13 yeah my turn my 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 the value of my roster at the end of the season was 87 million bucks oh, okay so 13 million 13 or yeah 87 12 12 and change right like look at me like i look at my team roster so I have 10 pitchers on my roster, 13 pitchers no longer on my roster. So that's 13 guys I dumped right. 20 players that are no longer on my roster. So I had 34 right. different guys play for me, right. um, you know, before settling in on, on, it was a uh, turnstile. It was a turnstile. It was a turnstile. Right. And uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it was, yeah, it was nuts. 
how crazy I was is I went through Boston's all-time player list to find out who had ever played for the Boston Red Sox in history um, and just pick guys that had done that. There's something wrong with us, something very, very wrong with us. Yeah, early on, you you yeah, you weren't showing much patience and you were – you bailed out on a few guys and, uh, and well, obviously you having yeah. only 70 or $87 million left that shows that you were, well, look you were quite that. active and it worked out. Yeah. Well, you ended up, uh, actually you and, uh, and Kyle, the Milton misfits, Milton uh, misfits finished, uh, tied at 85 <laughs> and 77. Yeah. And, but, uh, on the, uh, strong head to head record that you had, Against uh, Kyle, uh, yeah, I beat him, right? Eighteen and fifteen, you you won the tiebreaker, and it was uh, it went right to the last game where uh, it was it was close. You both uh, finished the season uh, winning your last two games, uh, and uh, I think I ended up. Did I take? Really? I think I played you. I played you. I I fell apart at the end. I I won three of my last ten games and finished eighty one and eighty one. And uh, it was actually very close to four, the top five guys. So we had six guys in the league. Yeah. uh, Were within four games of each other. So it was, it was very close. It went right down to it. And it was nuts. And I I think I went, well, just before that, you know, in in that that kind of uh, last ad drop, you know, before you went up to the kind of that, what is it, 10% or 20% hit? I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah, it was 20% right? at uh, at the halfway point of the season. I kind of had to make the, I you know, I was holding on to Dutch. Dutch Leonard was the, the, like, certainly slated. He was a great pitcher for me, but he was just, either guys, he had no run support, and, or, I mean, I'm sure if I held on to him, he probably would have been in the hunt for the Cy Young. But, uh, right. Uh, I had to, you know, what, 12 million bucks a year. I had to dump them and pick up a couple of guys. And, uh, you know, so I ended up picking up a couple of guys <laughs> from the, like, Nig Cuppy and uh, another guy, Tannehill, 1896 and 1900. But, you know, lefty and a righty who could go nine innings and you could go every four games, right? And, uh, you know, those guys uh, combined ended up going, like, 13 and seven for me down the stretch. So that really helped the cause. And, you know, I held on to Babe Ruth as a pitcher, made sure he didn't get back in the, in the pool to, for someone to use him as a hitter. And, right. uh, you know, he was, he was 18 and 12. So, yeah, but I think right. I went 33 and 19 down the stretch. Like I, I, I'd figured it out. It would have taken like a miracle and I don't know how the hell it happened, but you got on a roll. That's for sure. Down the stretch. And, uh, and you were able to uh, win a lot of key games. And uh, I'm just looking actually at the awards uh, voting. Uh, Are just you? Click on here. Yeah, so, I didn't have a lot uh, of guys in the awards though, did I? You, I uh, Lou Gehrig, won the MVP uh, with 423 possible oh, votes of points. Ty Cobb was second. Griffey Jr. was third. Larry Walker fourth, and Ben Ogilvy. So yeah, nobody on Ben Ogilvy. No, nobody. Then. Uh, Cy Young Award was Randy Johnson. Uh, Roger Clemens was second. Clayton Kershaw was third. Uh, Doc White was fourth. So I had one guy. And yeah, Zach, you did. Zach Britton. That's uh, interesting. But uh, for sure, <laughs> uh, um, 
Dutch would have been up there, but I think what it does is basically once you drop a player, unless yeah. he gets picked up, he they kind of wipe him out of the the database. Yeah, because I I remember like having uh, Paul Goldschmidt, who was like by far and away leading in strikeouts, and yes. uh, and then he disappeared after I I dropped, dropped his the ass. Earth, right? Yeah. So and then yeah. the All Star selections. Let's see. I'm trying to see if you. Have, yeah, you don't have anybody again in this one either. It was Garrig no. at first, third base uh, Ramirez, Trammell at short, Ogilvy left, Cobb center, Larry Walker right field. Pitching was Randy Johnson, Kershaw, Britton, Pedro, uh, Kurt Schilling, and Satchel Page. Wow, Satchel Page. Yeah, then, the, that little that pickup by you that you you kind of asked me about. I was like, yeah. Or you told me about nine. He was like, you. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew Page he was, was solid for me. Right? Yeah. Now, but, I mean, the only thing that I got lucky with was like, in, well, yeah, because I didn't have, like, I was, I think I was last in the league in home runs, too. Um, yeah. But you were batting average wise, though, I had like three guys in the top 10, right? Pesky, yeah. Johnny Pesky, Harry Hooper, and uh, Ted Williams. Teddy Ball game was solid. And Teddy with right. the, the walks. Hooper was great in the outfield for me, too. You know, and could you know, second in doubles, second in triples. So I just, I don't, I don't know. It's weird because yeah. it's, it's just. Uh, I, I found it fun because you, yeah, you have to kind of set your strategy with the roster that you have. You gotta, you know, some of it's like you said, philosophical. Do I want to run more? I you know, right. Um, you know, and even that sometimes, like as we yeah. mentioned. In a previous uh, broadcast where we uh, said we were still trying to figure out some of the decision-making by the manager, oh, even yeah. though, yeah, you know, we would make decisions to, depending on who we were facing, whether to be more aggressive on the base paths uh, yeah. or not. And sometimes we just, there were some curious decisions and, and uh, I guess <laughs> there were just a curious, a couple of curious things that I, I noticed was, uh, there, there was the best home record of all the teams was forty-one and forty. Yeah, which I don't think has ever been done in like real life. And it was actually <laughs> your actually it was three teams. It was Caledon Cubs, yourself, beating Bo Sox, and uh, Milton Misfits. Wow. Um, all of you had better records on the on the road. I had a putrid 34 and 47 record at home, whereas I had the best record at 47 and 34 because I finished at 81 and 81. 81, right? Well, I, like I could not buy a win at home. And it just, it boggled my mind. I think there was just looking. Oh, yes. There was one manager that had a better record at home. And it was the, it was poor Scotty with the Severn Habs who got <laughs> yeah. off to such a blazing Corn start. start then went in the toilet, eh? Went into the toilet. He finished 36 and 45 at home huh. and 35 and 46 on the road. So like, I don't understand why the algorithm had, had it set so that the home teams just had a, had a devil of a time uh, winning games. It just, it well, I, like- I think, I think part of it too, with the all time greats ball is that the, like, because you're only, we only had six teams, right? Like the guys, right. you know, teams are stacked. Like oh, whatever, yeah. wait, like there's the, there's, you know, top to bottom is they're pretty, they're either hitting for average or hitting for home runs. So even with, even with good pitchers, right. It just, you know, 
Like right. I, I, I know I'd picked a, a ballpark, a, a Negro League ballpark as mine because I had a predominantly lefty lineup. So, so I, I kind of set it up so, oh, okay, so my lefties can hit home runs there, right? Well, right. I failed to take into account that every visiting team that's got a good lefty can too. Like I think Gehrig right. two or three times hit three shots against me in a game right. at home, yeah. right? Like it's just so if there's all yeah. that kind of. I think you know when. I think we seem to be a bit more conservative in our, I mean, you were at a conservative pick as far as not letting shots go out, uh, uh, you know, for the two thousands, I think we did, all of us kind of did the same thing in that. There wasn't a ballpark where, you know, guys could just crank shots uh, all the right. time. We trying, trying to be conservative on those, uh, you know, the home run factor and the single factor as well. Right. So there's just lots, there's lots to take in. Um, right. uh, and it was certainly, uh, like, yeah, it was, it's really enjoyable. But yeah, yeah I didn't it was have... really tight. Other than Scotty being out of it, he finished 14 games out. All yeah. the other games, like, like I said, all the other teams literally going into the last dozen games or so were still in it. And uh, all the top three teams went six and four in the last 10 games, whereas yeah. I went three and seven and, uh, and Brian went four and six. So like, and both myself and Brian finished four games out. So we were right in it. If, you know, oh, I know. If, if something goes your way. That right? around. If you flip that around, I'm seven and three. We could be talking that I might have actually won the. Oh, won for the sure. Like it was, ball. it was oh. nutty, right? And I'm yeah. sure I was looking at our manager profiles. Obviously, I like the hit and run. <laughs> right. I yeah. had tried more than anybody. Attempts. And more often than not, it uh, it was pretty successful for you. I, yeah, I, right? I found like I would, I'd be watching it, and it's like. You know, with certain guys, I would do the same thing. But I found, like, I know, uh, especially yeah. with you, uh, you, you tried to uh, kind of do a little bit more small ball, more attack. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I kind of had a small ball lineup, right? I didn't have the right. guys that were banging, so I figured I'm gonna try. Right. Did a little bit more. And I sacrificed a lot more too. Um, right. You know, but my SB, my SB percentage was terrible. Second worst, I think. It looks like in the six thirty two, mm. which is was not good yeah. fielding my team fielding was meh like i was i don't know i wasn't i was kind of uh, 982 i was kind of middle of the pack of everything but uh, right yeah. but it kind of worked out like i had to yeah and i i just lucked out with a couple of guys like picking up those pitchers and i ended up picking up by air so uh yeah some of these guys like i know i picked up uh ricky henderson you're like ricky henderson never played for a boss yeah <laughs> i was really I right? was uh, really surprised with that. I, and, I never uh, that. I trade, traded one Ted Williams for another, which is kind of interesting. So, um, right. Just, uh, but some guy, yeah. But Bayerga and uh, and Shane Victorino were the guys who ended up having player cards from other teams, not the actual Boston team. But I thought, okay, what the hell? Right. And uh, they they kind of they were they worked out as. Uh, nice pickups and Johnny Pesky. I mean, the legend, the pesky pool early in the season, I thought, Oh my God, what a disaster. Why am I holding on to this guy? But he, you know, yeah, certainly he, the last, uh, he just, he, he was huge. He, he was got some real, he, he would set up, set the table because you had him hitting up uh, in the lineup and he was setting the table. And, and then when he needed to get a few key hits, when guys were on base, he seemed to come through for you. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, I, and we know the, the litany of guys that I dumped early, right? David Ortiz and Mo Vaughn and right. guys you're taking flyers on that just thought, oh, you know, uh, uh, 
I had Wade Boggs for 66 at bats and the guy's batting 212. Like it's Wade yeah. Boggs. What do you mean he's batting? Yeah. Two, you know, and at, at 7 million bucks, I couldn't afford to, well, you know that I get like, that's the conundrum, right? And I, I know for all, all you guys listening that play strat 365, you're like, Oh yeah, of course that's the way it is in fantasy. You don't know what's going on or who you're going to get or, or whatever, but right. it's just like you kind of with ATG, you're kind of like, okay, here's the card. You're trying to do the analytics on it, right? Here's the card. Here's what my chances are of a roll, right? Right. So yes, I know 50% chance of rolling on the pitcher's card, right? But right. you know, there's also 50% chance of rolling on Boggs's card, and Boggs basically from you know the one column and the three column were hits. Right. So. <laughs> you know, and as as and you mentioned was, in the previous uh, episode, where you said that the fact that his fielding wasn't that oh, great and it was costing, it you was a killer, that, and that I think made the the decision to to dump yeah. him uh, easier for you. Well, yeah, I think that's you and I both learned about the value of E ratings, right? As opposed to that basic, right. oh yeah, well, he's a first base one, yeah, he's right. an E eighty or whatever, which right. I think you said basically means anytime the yeah. ball goes his way. It's yeah. a bag of toys, right? Right, exactly. It's it's adventure adventure land. Uh, yeah. Whenever uh, the balls hit to a certain position, that's the same too. I kind of picked up Ricky Henderson, trying to think. Okay, you know, I got a Triple A Steeler, put him in left field. You know, he's batting one eighty three, and result, you know, his on base percentage is, you know, even three twenty two. That's just not. Like I don't even think what he steal two bases, three bases. He got gunned for gripes. He's a Triple A Steeler. Right. You know, he got it was five. He got five stolen bases, like caught stealing twice, right? Like right. I don't know, like it's just it wasn't getting on base enough. Uh, so, so I found it fun, but I did, you know, uh, I kind of yeah. My pitching staff by the end of it looked like uh, it was interesting. You know? Yeah, rich. I, well, rich, yeah, you, like rich considering games. that. Yeah, considering <laughs> you didn't, uh, considering you didn't have any power on your team you scored the second most uh runs yeah. so uh i manufactured so, a lot of them yeah for i manufactured sure. a lot of them and uh yeah. and you i mean you're like you said you were right in it too and you were hitting the yeah no my pitching i had i had the best pitching um uh, it was just the hitting <laughs> the the oh, batting yeah. average as uh, as i as we discussed about it that I think at the halfway point of the season, I had finally gotten over the Mendoza line uh, as a team batting average. And it was just like, what the hell, man? It was, how can you, oh, I ended yeah. up fin- finishing uh, with a batting average. Let me just. You're, you're at, you're, your batting average is 229. 229. Which is, still, which is yeah. Awful. I, which is 20, I 24, actually, 24 points lower than the second lowest guy, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, and we're, Which we're on, like, I couldn't understand that with your lineup. Like, if yeah. your lineup, how, yeah. like, how the hell can I? I had Norm Cash was uh, the the one guy, and he finished in the top ten. He finished uh, at yeah, three eleven. But all, but all, all the other guys like uh, Rocky. Well, yeah, and then you picked up you picked up the big cat Galarraga. Yeah, when yeah, Galarraga. Right. I wish I had uh, had gotten him earlier, but I, he still got three hundred eight up bats for me. So. But uh, yeah, he he had three sixty seven for me, so he was he was a hell of a, a pickup for me. But uh, and, you, know, was, you got you had Andre Dawson thirty nine shots, one hundred eleven ribbies, but right two two thirty two two sixty five OPP. Like the on base right. percentage is just you know, whereas the big cat yeah. was four twenty three. 
or no, well, like yeah. full cash, like I said, 4923 Galarraga OPP 391, a slugging, right? right? Yeah, because cash was up there with the leaders in walks as well. So, yeah, yeah, he walked almost, he walked 95 times. So, yeah, it was. It was a bit frustrating, and uh, I, I, tr- I tried to kind of just stick with you did. with players a little bit longer. I was I showed tried to do more of the patience game to a point where I, you know, uh, then I, at some point I had to start making some moves, and like I said, uh, uh, I ended up uh, getting Goldschmidt out of there and a few other players that were just like Bo Jackson was a complete disaster for me, and yeah. it was just like ugh, oh yeah yeah. He was killing you, eh? Yeah. I'm yeah. I mean, I, at one point I was 42 and 47. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. how the how the yep. hell I came out of nowhere. Yeah. Man, I mean, you got I, a strong I, second half. Strong second half. And uh, yeah, kind of at that 100 game mark. I mean, I was 52 and 56. I still had Dutch Leonard. And then yeah. I then uh, kind of went, yeah. And then after that, from 52 and 56, I ended up yeah, 85 and. 77 so you know and that, and that was a, that was a big move because you're basically you you took a chance of getting rid of your ace that you know even though he wasn't getting much run support and yeah his, uh you know he, he was uh he was uh you know keeping the games close for you and uh you lost a lot of like two one one nothing type yeah like he he, he ended up being 12 and 10 I mean, I let, I let him go. He had a two thirty ERA and a, a .93 WHIP. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know that's right really there. hard to to dump. Um, All right. So he, uh, yeah, he was he was really yeah. good. So it was it was a bit of a, a risk, to, but it ended up working out for you. And, yeah, uh, that it was, so. it was fun. Then we went into the the two thousands. Not really knowing what we were doing. So we were kind of like, oh, we played ATG, um, kind of figuring, you know, read through the rules. But obviously, as our listeners probably know way better than we did at that point, you get five different possibilities for a, a guy, assuming that when you drafted them, they'd show you who the guy is, that, what year no. you'd actually drafted, which was not no. the case. And then they didn't no. show the rules either. So, no, um, I, I, yeah, I think truly now, frustrating. Yeah. For, truly yeah frustrating. That, for me, I won going away. Yeah. Um, yeah. You won at, by 14 is, games, 98 is, and 64. But even still, as far as playing, even though I was winning, it was harder to get into. Cause you just, I didn't know why I was like, you know, does that make right. sense? Like, you, you, no, you, no, you, I, you it, I was the same way. I, I enjoyed, uh, the all-time greats, uh, all eras, a lot yeah. more just because I was able to, like, we knew what card was uh, what yeah. card was being used. I think it was like you said, it was frustrating. I suppose it mirrors real life more, and I understand the philosophy behind that. It's like if you and I were a GM and we have five years of stats on Sammy Sosa, we don't know what Sammy Sosa we're getting. Where you know. But you're taking you're you're taking a flyer on that player based on all five years, or like you, like you said, um, I think you were saying like you know if three of the five years were decent, I'll take a I'd probably pick them right, um, right, uh, yeah, and hoping that you don't get those two stiff years. Whereas this, I, the only thing I guess I would wish they would have done would have been saying okay, 
these were the five cards. Yeah. This is the card that you got. You got uh, the third card or yeah. whatever. And then you could kind of try. There's some guys I could figure out. Like I could figure out uh, only based on injury. Like like uh, I had Shin Shinsu Chu. He got in. Right. Like he was a captain injury, but one yeah. of the injuries that he got was like the only way it was. It could have been only a certain year that that was that type of injury. So I got lucky. I ended up having his best year, which, which right. is good. Um, yeah. I lucked out on a couple of players like that, right? Yeah. Um, the John Trail Willis, the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, like you're saying, Don Trail, uh, he almost won 20. He won 19 games and then got stuck for the last six yeah. games. But Paulo said, like like you were saying, like his – and I guess that could happen too in real life, right? His year could be better than his track card in some respects, right? Uh, so, it was ridiculous. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I eyed him. I Like when we were doing the draft, I looked at him. And I said, man, he had that one really good year. Yeah. And, and then the rest of the years were garbage. And I thought, so, and I, yeah. As and the only reason I drafted him was I was running out of cash. I was like, right. oh, okay, I got to take a flyer on somebody. Here's right. somebody, I need a lefty. I was just hoping for the best, right? And I right. it lucked out, right? But I found it hard just to, I, it was harder to get in. I, I you know what I, I love strat to do and maybe I'll, drop a line about that is i you know they don't show you the rules for any of these right. the all-time greats maybe if they just did like put in a few random rules you know like throughout the game just to kind of give you a hint <laughs> so you can figure right. out what's going on right yeah. like because yeah. of, of why why something happened just to make it and that's for me personally i mean obviously they've been doing this a long time lots of people like the unknown factor because I suppose it does mirror more of you being a general, like you don't know who you're getting, how long to stick with a guy, you know, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know how I lucked out. I, I really don't follow. Like, I just don't know. Man, this is baseball. You got to stop thinking. You just have fun. Well, you had Pedro, later. Pedro, you knew what you were going to get. With well, Pedro. yeah, Pedro, Pedro was... you know what you're getting. I, I learned what? from, I learned from the first, because I had a higher draft pick this time right i learned from the first one's like okay like if you can get a stud pitcher and pedro right. was a stud pitcher even in atg it's like okay like he's yeah. just gonna make he gave up 34 shots though geez yeah yeah but, but 1.57 you know, uh era and a whip of 0.79 yeah is, uh, pretty incredible so yeah 429 yeah. k's like 27 yeah. five he lost five games though right yeah and then yeah. I yeah, and then, then picking up Vasquez in late late in the season, I I, I dumped I dumped your I had Zambrano and you warned me after I drafted him. Oh, oh this guy's a walkathon. He's gonna kill you. 122 walks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like 122 walks and and 195 innings. Better teach this kid some control before he kills somebody. Yeah. So yeah. you you warned me and I finally yeah. dumped him and I had an eye on Vasquez who was with the expos. And I lucked yeah. out and got a decent. And he went six and two down the stretch for me, right? It kind of right. sealed the deal. One oh nine whip, which is good. I, you know, I, I, and again, I even lucked out with my relievers like Pedro Feliciano, um, uh, you know, Shouse early in the season was good. Hoffman and Papelbaum wasn't the greatest, but Hoffman was pretty good. Um, yeah, I had I I kind of went the double double reliever, uh, double closer route. Um, right, you know, and. Uh, uh yeah and yeah my yeah i i struggled a bit like i don't know why i hit the ball so well joel i stuck with jeter i was gonna dump him early 
but I stuck with them and, you know, ended up batting 320. So that's not too bad. Some of these yeah. other guys are a little stiffos, but. Um, uh, well, and then you, and then you got my team here. So, you know, <laughs> yes. I tried to build around a, a pitching staff. Yeah. So John, John Smoltz, yes. John Smoltz, who had whips of, of the five cards he had of. Yeah. 1.13, for an average 1.16. Well, but he was 1.36 on my team. Wow. With a full, and his average ERA was 3.17, mind you, and he gave up a 4.21. So this was frustrating beyond belief that I, like, I, there were no bad years with no. Smoke. And yet I got a severe, like he was 13 and 18, a severely terrible year. Same thing with Schilling. The same thing was yeah. a whip of a 1.39, ERA of 4.45. And again, his number, he did have, I guess I must have got his, uh, his uh, 2006 Boston card where his ERA was almost four. Yeah. But even then his whip was still 1.22, which was his worst whip. But it was just... I, t- I seemed like every pitcher that I had, I had their worst car, uh, like their worst year. Daryl Kyle was the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I must've gotten the Colorado Daryl Kyle. Where he, <laughs> where, where yeah. he, he got an area of 5.20 because uh, like there was no rhyme or reason. Like he, he had a, I guess a couple of high ERA and one, uh, with a high whip uh, in St. Louis, but for the most part, like it just seemed that every pitcher that I had uh, didn't perform with a damn. Relax. All right. Don't try to strike everybody out. Strikeouts are boring. Besides that, they're fascists. Throw some ground balls. It's more democratic. And uh, it was, it was just, it was, Beyond yeah, because I mean, I, I I would check in with you, you know, every once in a while. I'm like, yeah, I haven't even looked at it. I don't know what. Like, you were, it's yeah, you were losing interest, right? Because you just because you couldn't. That's the one thing. I you understand that your players aren't performing. It's almost like you're missing information, though, right? I, well, I yeah. suppose you're basically. My hitting wasn't an issue. The hitting was no. Cool. I had Helton, David Ortiz, uh, yeah, A-Rod. Great- Swings and crashes one towards South America. Tomlinson's going to need a visa to catch this one. You were you it, you drafted it, really well. Yeah, but it was just – and I thought – I because remember, if I'm not sure if you remember uh, with that, it was uh, – I had like a lot of money left where I was able to pick up – Yeah. I think Helton? it was – I think you got Helton and A-Rod at the end. <laughs> yeah right because i had yeah so well the in the awards pedro ended up uh running away with the mvp and the cy young yeah he he uh and you had three of the top uh four guys you had Pujols was second in voting and then jeter was uh fourth in voting yeah and, and, and then uh, yeah, on that one and, and then you know for batting stats like i had Pujols, jeter and utley three four five as far as OPS, right? They're eight, right. you know, and uh, yeah, no, but the injury yeah. factor was huge in this one. I had, well, I think everybody had a lot of injuries, but I felt like I had a ton of injuries, yeah. uh, you know, um, and uh, finding quality replacements was 
a challenge, but man, I, I, I kept rolling. Can't I can't you argue with the results, <laughs> mind right. you, but but uh, you know, yeah, I'm, it was a done deal. It was a done deal at about the almost a hundred game mark, pretty much. Uh, you had a pretty substantial lead, maybe around 100, 120 games in. At one point, I was sixteen and sixteen, and the next thing I know, I'm 50, 50 and thirty-two, right? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of talent on this club, Charlie. Veterans are starting to play back to form, and the rookies are developing faster than I thought. So, yeah. and that's where you, where you, you know, uh, you were able to uh, pull away from the pack was getting those uh, those streaks of, yeah. you know, where you're winning and, seven, uh, seven, seven of eight games or seven out of nine games, and you know, minimizing any losing streaks. You, yeah, you had maybe a couple of game. I when I added up, I think you had maybe two or three where you had like four game losing streaks or more. Yeah. Uh, and, but you had quite a few uh, streaks of, uh, of winning four four games or more. Everyone had a better winning record in the, uh, than at a, home? Or, sorry, sorry. Uh, had a better winning record at home than on the road in this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so like I said, that's why I didn't understand uh, in the, in the ATG one, the all time, yeah, uh, where everyone. Yeah, it was a it was one weird. manager. So it yeah, like you're dominant. You're 51 and and 30 at home, and yeah, like which even is ridiculous, me. right? Yeah, even me. This time I was I was crappy on the road. I was 16 games under uh, 500 on the road. So, so yeah, but it was like I said. I just I I enjoyed the other one a little bit more, and and I think it's the nostalgic part of because of the fact uh, as kids we played with uh, some of these old timer teams, and we know those players. Yeah. Well, so maybe I think that was the thing that kind of uh, attracted me more. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think if we do it again, the ATG is the way. Do you think? I think the other guy. I think the other guys, from when when I would talk to them, they kind of were like trying to figure out what uh, what cards they had, and uh, it was uh, I think a little bit more uh, less satisfying, I guess. Uh, in uh, doing this one, can start looking at. Uh, getting the guys together. I'm sure they're, they're interested in, uh, in uh, getting, doing another season of it. I think they enjoy it. Post game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it. That's it for this episode of the Stratocast. Thanks to Connor Ivany for the Stratocast theme song and to Greg Ivany and Bree Lewis for the podcast artwork. Until next time, this is Sterling Ivany on behalf of my co-host Paulo Mello signing off from the Stratocast. Mm-hmm.